Hey guys, this is AC, and you're listening to Brown Men Won't Jump. Howdy how, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Brown Men Won't Jump. I'm Oswe, and today we have a very special episode for you. So joining me in today's episode, he is our friend and the social media manager of Brown Men Won't Jump, Hiray. Hey everyone, how's it going? <laughs> I'm nervous. My first podcast, but I'm excited. Yeah, man, nothing to be nervous about. So as some of you may know, I love the stylish side of the NBA, whether it's sneakers or the tunnel fashion. But the funny part of all of this is that in my personal life, I'm actually one of the least stylish people I know because I'm just too lazy. Now nah, you got your own style. Like everyone got their own style. So you're rocking the post-grad. Oh yeah. Almost uh, uncle outfit, but it's still like, it's still post-grad, but with the coolness, you know? Yo, you know, recently one of my friends was like, you know, back in college, you used to really dress up nicely, you know, with a nice suit, nice shirt and tie. Like you really dressed impressed and now you just show up in sweats. So I was like, yeah, well, I'm I'm 27 now. I, I don't give a shit about it. <laughs> yeah. Before we really jump into it, tell me about you, Hire, because I know you are an artist who deals a lot with clothing and you have your own brand. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Well, as we said, my name is Hare, and I have a custom clothing brand. It's called Adera. And in this brand, I paint designs on clothing such as shoes, jackets, shirts, jeans, all that. And yeah, basically I sell these designs and I work with a lot of people. My brand is called Adra once again, and it basically means artist in my culture. And in my culture, which is the Sri Lankan culture, there would be masks. There would be like very creepy masks that would always represent something and it'd be hung around my house all the time in Sri Lanka. You're talking about those like Yako masks, right? Like the devil yeah. mask or something? Yeah, all those like devilish masks. And yep. it was just like the weirdest things ever. But every time I was a kid, I would look at these masks and they were just, they always had the effect where they were just staring at you as you would walk mm-hmm. away somewhere. So I was always intrigued by that. And the people who create these masks, they're called Aetheras. And these same people are the people are the people who create the mask and also go on stage and perform with them. So I thought it'd be cool if I call my brand that because I create these products and I want people to like bring these products to life when they wear them and stuff like that. So I thought it was a cool, cool comparison. Yeah, dude, it, it's awesome. These masks that, Hire is referring to, they all represent different things. Sometimes they're about peace and harmony. Sometimes these demon spirits are meant to subdue enemies and bring friendship. They're supposed to bring protection from all dangers to your house, protect against misfortune or the evil eye. Sometimes they represent power and fame. So in Sri Lankan culture, these masks are very important and just about any Sri Lankan house you go to will have them on the wall. So, hey man, thanks for representing us. That's that's a pretty cool way to show our culture off. Of course, of course. It's really cool cuz like as a kid, like as I said before, it's just like when you grow up, like seeing all this stuff, it's just like you never understand what things really mean until like you're a lot older and I start researching like why this is and stuff like that. I would ask my grandma, "Why do you have this?" and it's it's so cool to know the history behind just like certain things you see when you're a kid. So and implementing that into my brand is just um, like carrying on like what I learned from a from a little kid. So it's cool. Nice, dude. 
That's so cool. So let's talk about sneaker culture in the league. Really, the basis of sneaker culture developed concurrently with rap culture in America. And and if you really think about it, sneaker culture and basketball culture, it just goes so well. Because think about it from a marketing perspective. In basketball, there are only 10 people on the court at a time. And it's not like in football or hockey or something where they're wearing helmets or something like that or a face mask. Or it's not like baseball where there's so many people and, you know, you sit pretty far away from where the players actually are. In basketball, every single seat is facing the action directly. And even if you're really far away, you can see the names and faces of just about anyone on court. So it's such an easy way to just show off your brand, whether you're Adidas or Nike or now like Puma and Under Armour. You'll see all the stars wearing these shoes. And that really happened in the late 70s with guys like Dr. J, who was the face of Converse. Then in the 80s, guys like Bird and Magic pushed the Converse brand even further. But the real jumping off point was the mid 80s. Yeah, no, 100%. I agree with you with the mid 80s because that's when Jordan started. And I think when Jordan first came with the Air Jordan 1s, that was like the biggest controversy at the time because it had that black and red colorway. And it was known as the band colorway because it was against NBA regulation. And Jordan was actually fined $5,000 every time he stepped on the court wearing them, which I find like insane. Yeah, I mean, that that's such a bullshit rule to begin with. For those of you who may not know, for decades, the NBA rule was that, if I'm not mistaken, your shoes had to be white with a color of the team. So an acceptable Air Jordan would be like the Chicago Air Jordan 1s, which is white and red. But the black and red were against regulation because black was not one of their official colors or some bullshit like that. And Nike, being smart marketing people, they made an entire ad campaign about these banned shoes. And it really went along well with this growing sneaker culture and this movement. And it's also interesting how the Air Jordan 1s and the My Adidas by Run DMC came within a year of each other. And that really heighten the profile of of sneaker culture yeah no honestly i agree with you like the rule thank god it's not as it is now because i can't imagine having just the the same player with the same exact shoe like on as you said like just 10 players on a court so it's not fair compared to like football and stuff it doesn't matter because there's so much going on already but basketball you could truly just show who you are instead of just wearing the same thing as someone else yeah for sure now obviously as we all know jordan's took a life of their own. I mean, you cannot talk about sneakers without talking about Jordans. The craze behind Jordans, whether it's Air Jordan 1s, uh, 4s, 11s, I mean, I'm just naming my, my favorite ones. But as the stardom of Jordan rose, so too did his shoes. And if you see Michael Jordan doing a free throw line dunk or hitting game winners, or you see Jordan wearing the Space Jam 11s in the Space Jam movies, You just want to be like Mike. Now, in the 90s, it's not just Jordan. And there was like a real explosion of sneaker endorsements. I mean, you had Penny Hardaway's, Kevin Garnett's, Pippin's, Barkley's. Of course, my guy, Allen Iverson. Funny story here, Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, I went to Marshall's. Here, you know Marshall's? Yeah, dude. Marshall's is amazing. For for the record, we're not endorsed by Marshall's. Although, Marshalls, if you're listening, you know, send us some love. 
Marshalls is great because you could get all sorts of brand name clothing for super cheap. And that also includes shoes. So when I was a kid, I went to Marshalls and I see these like red shoes. I mean, they really look like clown shoes, right? To be honest with you. Yeah. And I think, wow, these things are strange. And I, I noticed AI and then the I had a three etched into it. And I flip it over and I see that logo again. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, are these Allen Iverson shoes? Because, you know, as all our fans know, I'm a huge Sixers fan. And my Sixers fandom came because I had a man crush on Allen Iverson growing up. So here I am at this Marshalls with these clown red shoes. And I tell my mom, hey, I don't want anything else from this Marshall trip. I just want these Allen Iverson shoes because I'm I'm positive that these are Iverson shoes. And she's like, no way. These these are women's shoes. You really want these? <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, trust me. These these are Allen Iverson basketball shoes. And she's like, all right, I, I guess. Then we go to the cash register to pay for them. You know, I'm I'm just a you know young kid, so I'm really excited. I tell the cashier, yo, look at these new shoes. They're the Iversons. It's so cool that I found them here at Marshall's. And the lady was like, honey, these are women's shoes. You realize that, right? Oh, no. And I'm like, no, trust me. These, these are Iverson shoes. So then I get home and I show them to my brother, AC, and he's like, dude, you realize these are Iverson shoes, right? And I was like, well, that's what I thought. But both our mom and the lady at the cash register said these are women's shoes. And he's like, dude, they don't make women's basketball shoes. These are Iversons. <laughs> so I got a pair of Iversons as a little kid for like maybe 20 bucks. Shout out Marshalls. <laughs> yeah, shout out Marshalls. That's that's dope. That's actually super crazy. Yeah. I had like a similar experience, but not like it kind of, but like I went to Walmart with my friends and we were just gooning it out in Walmart. And then I picked up these black shoes. I thought they were so cool to find out they were Shaq's. And oh. I didn't know about Shaq's back then, but like... I think even now it's still like a meme kind of. So all my friends used to clown me because they thought I, re I really liked them. And then I put them down so fast after my friends started laughing. But that taught me, you know, sometimes I, I know I could have rocked, rocked those Shaqs. Yo, Hire, actually, I'm glad you mentioned Shaq because what Shaq has done in the sneaker industry needs to be commended. So it's not a coincidence that you found a pair of Shaqs at Walmart because there's a famous story of one day... Shaq is at a store and this lady comes up to him and says, you know, I really wish I could buy my son your shoes because you're his favorite player. But the thing is, you know, you're a millionaire, but we can't afford shoes like this. You look at Jordans. They're so expensive. I mean, to this day, you, you can spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on Jordans. Yeah. And Shaq really took this to heart. After that interaction with this woman, Shaq committed his brand to always being affordable basketball shoes so that any kid can afford quality basketball shoes endorsed by a superstar such as Shaq. Mm -hmm. So he changed sneaker culture forever. And now it's one of the most successful brands. And these are discount sneakers. Yeah. For like such a player to realize that a lot of his fans can't, or is not like always willing to buy the most like high expense shoes it's it's kind of cool how i think he's one of the only players to do that honestly to make a low affordable quality shoe and i know some people who still have him and it's it is a working shoe and it is a basketball shoe so i think that's very commendable of him to actually like realize our wishes for a cheap reliable shoe for basketball 
yeah, I think even I growing up had a pair of Shaqs. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I, I remember the, the Dunkman logo. Shout out to Shaq for affordable sneakers. Yeah. So let's talk about where sneaker culture is right now. So you kind of mentioned this earlier, but after the league struck a new apparel deal with Nike in 2017, they finally got rid of its archaic on-court shoe color restriction rule. And that is when sneaker culture exploded. Because now, in 2018, you have Instagram, you have Facebook, you have Twitter, you have all this social media. And now players are given the option to wear any color they want with any design. And the creativity just went through the roof. I mean, you have guys like PJ Tucker and Montrez Harrell who are some of the biggest names when it comes to sneaker culture. I mean, PJ Tucker is... I think the undisputed sneaker king, he has every rare player exclusive Jordan Nike type that you can find on the market. It's ridiculous. I think I read some, he was about to, or he, yeah, he's like 5,000 pair of shoes. And at his house, he has his like own loft and everything for it. And it's, it's just crazy how it is because shoes are very collectible, honestly. So I could definitely see the appeal. And so, yeah, he's definitely the sneaker king. Yeah. I mean, PJ Tucker, yeah, he has the loft, but then he has like multiple, what is it? The storage units. Just of shoes. Yeah, 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 the boxes. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I know what you're talking about. And then in the locker room, he doesn't have just one locker. He has two lockers. One locker is for him and the other lockers for his shoes. It's, it's really a ridiculous sight to see. But the one thing I really commend PJ Tucker about is I think he once said, I don't know if it's a direct quote, but he said, they're fucking shoes. You got to wear them. Because a lot of people in sneaker culture, they might wear it once or you know they're very careful about creasing it or whatever and pj tucker the man with you know five thousand of them even some of the most expensive shoes says they're shoes they're meant to be worn so i i, d- I definitely respect that yeah i agree with you because with uh, any shoes honestly like there's always you could always wear it for a different outfit so i mean i think it's dope that he actually uses it instead of just like putting it up there but again he probably does have thousands of pairs that he just shows off yeah no for sure for sure So once the NBA got rid of this rule, it also kind of paved the way for companies to get more creative with their player exclusive and signature lines. And oftentimes that meant signature lines collabing with other properties or companies. Off the top of my head, I'm thinking about Kyrie's cereal line, where I think it was Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Lucky Charms. Personally, I like the Lucky Charms one. Or his SpongeBob line. You remember that yeah, one? Yeah, my favorite line. SpongeBob oh, yeah? line is my favorite line. Yeah. Wh- which one? If you could get one of them, which one would you get? <sighs> I would. Um, the Sandy's cool. It's very. It's like the most minimalistic one. It's boring, but, man. It's boring, but I, I like the Sandy one. The Patrick one's cool. But if I want to make a statement, I'll go with the pineapple. The pineapple. Oh my <laughs> god! I that one is just like if I want to. Oh, if I want to show off and yeah, the pineapple, that's the, go- that's the go-to. Yeah, but what, okay. Okay. Real talk though. What, what are you going to wear that with? Like, what can you wear? <laughs> what, what outfit can you wear with that? I, I, do, I don't get it. I love, I love the discussion in the future too, about when we, we're going to talk about the best dressed players, because for the pineapple one, there's pieces where it just speaks for itself. So I would, if for the pineapple one, I would wear like such a, plain outfit and just have the shoes do just all the talking and if it's like okay. some complimentary colors or matching colors and it's a it's it's outfit it's outfit 
Okay. So, yeah. oh, all right. Okay. Okay. Look, I, I take your word for it. You know, this season Giannis just dropped an Uno line. I think it's three different colors. Actually, no, I think it's four. A red, a yellow, a green, a blue. They all look really nice. Yeah, it was those four. And then they have the uh, plus four version of it. It was like a oh, black right. with all of them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then there's Paul George. He has his PlayStation line, which is awesome. And then mm-hmm. he has the NASA line. Yeah, I think I saw the um, the PlayStation ones are clean. I think the NASA one, I don't know if I like. If no, it was... it's, it's ugly. Yeah, I was about to say, I think I remember the NASA ones. It wasn't something I would wear. But I see the appeal to it kind of. But there, there's a lot of ways he could have went with it if it's specifically like a NASA design. I think there's so many different ways he could have went with it. The cool thing is I learned a lot of this because with this new era of sneakers in the NBA, a lot of social media pages came about that, whether it's you know slam kicks or BR kicks or nice kicks. To that end, now even the NBA and WNBA have their own dedicated kicks pages on Instagram. And whether it's the All-Star game or the NBA finals after a team wins the chip, they have like the full commemorative picture of them being an all-star, or them winning a championship. And then they also have a kick cam so that everyone can see what all the all-stars and championship players are wearing. Now, I just love how the sneaker culture is like such a big part of basketball culture now. Like they actually embraced it because I think just with sneaker and fashion in general, for basketball players, when you look at them through just like um, when watching the games and stuff like that, you don't know what's going on in their lives personally. And you just think, okay, they were hardworking. They play basketball. Like they go to the gym and stuff like that. But you don't know what's going on in their like personal life and their interests and stuff. So I feel like shoes are just the best way to just represent like who you are and what you enjoy doing. When I think it was Zion, he had the uh, Naruto shoes and oh, they just yeah. showed like he's one of the weaves. He's one of us. Yeah. But I think, it's, I think it's cool when players can finally like represent themselves through what they wear. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, only a couple players have signature lines, right? Like you have Dame, Harden, Steph, Spida, Paul George, Clay. Clay went on his own. He went to like, I think it's Anta. It's like some Chinese brand. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade has his own brand now. Spencer Dinwiddie, out of nowhere, created his own brand for shoes. So it's like everywhere. But the thing is, now it's even past that because now players are seeking out artists and designers for those custom jobs. Like you said, like the Naruto shoes. I mean, I grew up as like one of the very few anime and and manga nerds that I know, Mm. you know, I I collect manga books, you know, so I'm as, as weeby and nerdy as it gets. And it's just, it's surreal for me to see guys in the league with like a Naruto or a Dragon Ball or one piece shoes. Like it's just, it's something else. I 100% agree with you. And it's it's the best feeling ever when like one of your favorite players or like a player you're watching like they're they have a similar interest in you and it just you just like makes your whole day because you're like wow this guy watches this too or this guy enjoys this too. Yeah. And especially like these artists that could bring these things to life. I think like the the one I know the most is like this his name is a Kickstromedis. I think and Oh, Kickstromedis. Yeah, Kicks, yeah. I don't <laughs> you, you said that like a lug it out. Kicks straight up lug it. I love it. <laughs> no, nah, but he, I think he made these um, Jason Voorhees type oh, shoes yeah. for, um, I think it was Carl Anthony Towns. I think, I think so. so. Mm-hmm. But those, and he did the Nike sign as the machete. And that's literally where I got, I, I made a similar shoe. I'm just saying out there. And I literally had the inspiration from that. But I think that was just so cool. I just like, like implementing like how to, like play with the Nike sign and stuff like that. And he's like a horror movie fan, which is super cool. So here, right, who, who are some other designers who have created shoes for players in the league? 
Yeah, so I want to refer to the Toy Story custom basketball shoes, and they went viral on Instagram. And I think they were just trending because it was just super creative. This was all due to the artist Andrew Lewis, and he developed these Toy Story Woody and Buzz Lightyear sneakers. Oh, right, right. I, I remember seeing that. Those are nuts. Yeah, those ones are like super creative because... Not only did he like paint the image of both of them, but he also made the colorway just like the outfits they would wear. Like the Woody, he had the flannel with the cow boots on. And with Buzz Lightyear, he had all his like purple, green and white, like his colorway. Like it just all worked together. I think it was for Langston Galloway. I think that was the shoes for him. Yeah, those went just super viral. He's lucky he has those shoes, honestly. I've also seen some other stuff from, I think his name is Sierrado or something. Yeah, I think he made shoes for Bronny. I, I follow a lot of Bronny stuff on my Instagram. I, th- I think he made shoes for Bronny, but yeah, his stuff is pretty cool. He also made shoes for Zion. Yeah, he made it for the NCAA tournament. I saw those those Dukes. He wrote like Killas on them or something like that. It, it just oh, has yeah, this yeah. nice drip on, on the on the swoosh and super clean. And he also made a really cool Rugrats design mm-hmm. for Jordan Bell. Yeah, that, that's hundred percent fire. And again, it just it's I'm glad like these artists can like. These artists are like the reason they're putting the personality behind these players like on the shoes. And I think that's super dope. They're kind of bringing alive the players, like their personalities. That's so cool to see, honestly. I'm super happy to see it. Well, to our fans out there, I'm actually talking to somebody right now who is a rising star when it comes to designing sneakers for people. And that is Hirei himself. So tell me more. You kind of touched on it a little bit about your brand. Tell me more about Aethera, specifically with the sneakers, and then we can get into the clothing side of things. For sneakers, I I started after my freshman year of college. Well, I was always good at painting. When I was a kid, I was good at painting, drawing, and everything. But it was always just like a hobby to me. But the thing is with me, I would always think like with my skills or what I enjoy doing, I would always think what's the thing I could take it to the next level. I would see on YouTube like people who would do custom shoes and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, I'll give this a try. I started on Vans first because Vans are the most, I think the best shoes to start with. They're like canvas shoes. It's, it's literally a canvas you can paint on. So I made my first Hunter x Hunter shoes. I made it for my brother and it was for free, unfortunately. But <laughs> I, mean, I had to because my Amba told me. But <laughs> <laughs> you can't go against Amba, you know? 100%, yeah. I can't, I can't go against it. But I made those shoes and it was it was a lot easier than I thought because when you look at things and you're just super interested in them, you just you overthink it. And when I started doing it, it was like, okay, it's easy. Then I started doing on Air Force Ones and I got really comfortable with Air Force Ones. And then you move on to just various different things. Like I worked on Nike Cortez's, uh, Converse for my sister. And I'm starting to work on my own Uggs actually, which is like super crazy. What are you doing? Literally, I got to a point where I look around my room and I'm, I'm just like, okay, I want to customize this. I want to customize this. It's just basically, I just want to see how it could just like elevate something because it's just like super fun to me when i see glass bottles or something like that i would just customize that or like i would do phone cases or just literally just random things around my house and i would just like to just bring it to life i think that's the best way to put it I just bring it to life so you mentioned you've done a bunch of shoes mm-hmm. what kind of designs are you doing you mentioned hunter x hunter what are some other designs that you've done on these shoes the designs i'm a big anime fan myself so a lot of designs are uh, anime related like from hunter x hunter to dragon ball z but i have done like cartoons and disney shows such as i think i did aladdin and hercules for my sister it all depends on what customers would want in the beginning i was more of a customer-based service where people would dm me and order certain things and i would carry out 
And so from there, I had people like I had a YouTuber who would talk about having shoes that represented his brand, which was like this Machete Productions. And that's where I'd made the Jason Voorhees custom shoes. And um, those were super dope. And that's one of my favorite ones, actually. And that pair was like, oh, those are amazing. Yeah, thank you. That pair was my fifth pair ever. It was just super surreal when I was making it. And designs just go from anywhere. And it doesn't even have to be something I personally like enjoy. Like the design wise, like if I watch the show or something like that, I just like to bring it to life. So recently you made a couple completely custom shoes for some YouTubers. And by completely custom, I mean, it's like a caricature of them. And, and it's not like a, a cartoon or a video game or an anime that we would see anywhere. It's just like a straight up caricature of these people, right? Well, just a bit about me before is I would literally watch so much of YouTube when I was a kid. And even now I watch YouTube as I do anything. With these YouTubers, there's very few that I actually watch consistently. And like some of them are like Berlizzi and Physical Gamers. And I'm Dante. And I always wanted to work with them or work for them or do something with them. So when I did my custom shoes and clothing, I was realizing, okay, I should make pieces for these people and get the reaction because I think that's super dope. So I made shoes for Berlizzi and Physical Gamers. And I basically based it off their favorite Super Smash Bros. character. And I literally made them as the character. So... For example, if Physical Gamers, he his main was Luigi, so I painted him as Luigi. And he also liked horror movies and stuff, so I made him cut the Nike sign like Jason Voorhees. And then Berlizzi, he's a big Donkey Kong fan, so I made him as Donkey Kong smashing the Nike sign, breaking it up. And yeah, their reactions were amazing. It was just crazy because I fell in love with these YouTubers' personalities, and I'm glad they could see that from their shoes as well. So I think that's just super dope. Dude, that's awesome. Honestly, who knows? Maybe maybe we should get you to make some custom brown men will jump shoes sometime. Who knows? I'm definitely going to do that, 100%. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. So before we get into the clothing side of things, I need to ask you, what is your personal favorite sneakers? Like if you, I guess, to ball in and also just for the fit that you have. All right. That's a good question. So for, for basketball, I'm not the best baller. I would always play in rec and stuff. But, you know, I would I would put my points and I would... Dip, but for my whoa, whoa, you're not bad. You're not bad. I've I've played with you many times. You're not bad. The thing is, when I when I'm in leagues, I get just super nervous. <laughs> my parents used to ball, and I had my first pair were, oh, they were like Jordans. I don't even know what the name were. But they were black Jordans. They're like beaters. Like I would wear them for everything. But those were the best shoes I had because I was just super comfortable with them, and I I just wore them out so much. But I remember you got me the uh, Nike LeBron Soldier Twelves. I think that's what they call yeah. And those were really fire for indoor play. I remember I brought them to college and I was wearing them all the time when I would go to my college gym and stuff like that. Those are fire for indoor play. Outdoor play, they were a bit they were a bit weird. And that's what I noticed with a lot of LeBrons, because I also tried my friends' LeBrons. I think it's very much like used more for indoor play compared to outdoor play. I don't know if you see that for your shoes. LeBrons are my go-to to play ball in because I'm not that tall, but I'm, I'm, I'm a little thick with two C's, you know, like, <laughs> and the way I play basketball is basically a tiny center. Cause I'm all about getting the rebounds. I'm all about boxing people out. I'm all about, you know, the layoffs with both hands, you know, the post moves, hook shots, stuff like that. And the thing I found about LeBron's are that it really kind of locked my feet in like I don't know how some people play basketball with low tops. Like I get it. You're you're probably more shifty that way. But I always feel like if if I don't have like 
my LeBrons with the high top. Like I, I just want my ankle to feel secure. I, and there've been so many times I should have probably hurt myself pretty badly, but those LeBrons just, it just saved me. And I definitely see what you mean about the difference between indoor and outdoor play indoor. I definitely feel like I can do a lot more in my LeBrons than if I'm outdoor, but realistically when I'm playing, I don't <laughs> give a shit. I'm just, I'm, I see the yeah. ball. I'll go get it. There probably is a, a big difference and maybe it's not optimal, but I mean, thus far, knock on wood, you know, hopefully fingers crossed that there is no issue next time I play outdoors now. With the point you said about the low top shoes, like if you wear them to play basketball, you're, you, you are just a risk taker because that is just, <laughs> I, I agree with you. I need the ankle support so bad because just imagine this, anyone could do a quick move. And if you have the low top shoes, oh, your ankles are just, they're just gone. <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> you know, we we basically just drew the ire of any fan of low tops that are listening to this episode. <laughs> yeah, like I, honestly, like I commend you because you guys are you guys are risk takers. But oh yeah, dude, last week I I shit talked the Celtics, and then literally the next day after that episode airs, the Sixers lose to the Celtics by one. So yeah, we incur a lot of risk <laughs> in what we do here. The next time we we play basketball, we're gonna we're gonna get washed by a team of low toppers. So. <laughs> basically basically so all right that's what you play ball in but for the fit when you're just you know trying to look a little good what are you wearing on your feet like what what's your go-to sneakers so i would say um i'm not sure if this is considered a basketball shoe but i i'm pretty sure it is because it's when i did the research it was it was called the first ever basketball shoe to feature the nike air technology so it was air force ones yeah yeah i think that technically counts yeah, it technically counts, but you know what I mean because now it's, I feel like it's a very modern shoe. But yeah. it's, I think it's my favorite because personally, there's so many different colorways from like the Nike Force Wheats to like the Easter collection. And I feel like Nike Air Force is just like the super clean and sta- standard uh, pair of shoes. I just rock them everywhere. And I would literally buy the entire collection if I had the money. But I have the, the normal standard white ones and I have, I think, this uh, pastel Easter collection version of it and those two are just super fire when i'm off the off the court i'm just trying to flex my fit and stuff nah those are those those are hard so i guess those ones are more low-key so that means your outfit does more of the talking than the yeah, shoes in like, that case some some like for example the easter colorway that definitely like is it's like a pink blue yellow one some crazy complimentary colors and so those ones i would definitely rock with like okay. matching top and stuff but the white ones the white ones yeah 100% okay. like a safe bet Whenever you want to wear whatever you want, and the white the white Air Forces, you just like you're safe bet for. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Exactly. It's kind of like um, those classic Adidas. Mm-hmm. You can wear white Adidas with the black logos, and you can wear that with anything. Yeah. As for me, if we're just sticking to just like basketball type shoes, I have a pair of Embiid's that I bought last season because. You know, he had a breakout season in my mind. Mm-hmm. And the last time the Sixers had a signature player like that was probably Iverson. So, hey, I guess I'm two for two now. I, I had Iversons once upon a time, and now I have Embiid's. They're like the blue ones with like mm-hmm. white accents. And I exclusively wear those for Sixers games. So if I'm going to a game, I'm wearing my Embiid's. I pretty much never wear them otherwise because for some reason, the world's most injury-prone big man wears mid tops <laughs> which i don't understand i would never play basketball in them 
But they are good for when I go to Sixers games, so I'm in a full Sixers fit. I got the jersey, got the hat, got the zip hoodie, I got the pants. Yeah. I got Iverson socks. <laughs> but I also got Sixers socks, you know, the stance ones if I want to yeah. swap it sometimes. And then, of course, I got my Embiid's on me. I even have, like, wristbands, like Sixers wristbands. Mm-hmm. Like, I go all out when I go to a game. As you should, as you should. But otherwise, I have the PG 2.5 Pendleton. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are like a light blue color and they have this like i don't know if mosaic is the correct term for all of you who are curious look up pg 2.5 pendleton like p-e-n-d-l-e-t-o-n and it just something about it is so unique it has this really cool maybe not even sky blue it's oh, I see what you're about. it's like a like a little darker blue than sky but it has this really cool traditional pattern on it that's like this orangish greenish color you, you see that yeah, I see. It's like the yeah, it's like orangeish brownish. It's like no, nah, nah, that's hard. I like it a lot actually. Yeah, and they got these like cool stars. But honestly, I could probably count on my hand how many times I've worn it. Cause I the thing is, I love basketball shoes, but I'm usually too lazy to wear basketball shoes. <laughs> I usually just either wear Sperry's or Adidas Ultra Boosts. <laughs> just cause I'm I'm so lazy, I'd rather just slide my foot into something and just go out the door but if i'm really actually trying to try yeah i'd throw on my pg 2.5s yeah <laughs> those are 100 clean so funny story for you right on fourth of july i went to six flags great adventure in jersey with ac and eric mm-hmm. and i show up it's a pretty hot day right tell me why this dude eric shows up <laughs> in <laughs> In like these long ass jeans, you know, jeans are thick. And on a hot day, you really don't want to wear, be wearing jeans, right? Yeah. This dude shows up in jeans, right? He has like two layers, which is like an undershirt and then like a thick polo, like a nice purple polo, right? And then he has these nice ass, I think they're Jordan 5s, these purple Jordan 5s. They're, they're like the suede and honestly, he looked great. Mm-hmm. But the problem is he's at freaking Six Flags. He's wearing these nice ass Jordans. This guy is literally out here trying to like dress to impress, right? Yeah. So what happens? We go on Nitro. And for those of you who don't know, Nitro is like this really, really tall roller coaster in Six Flags Great Adventure. As we are going up, it starts torrentially downpouring. Like torrentially downpouring. Now, usually when you go to these types of theme parks right you wear like kind of shitty shoes so that you can go on water rides or whatever apparently this dude didn't get the memo (laughs) he has these nice ass jordans and it's torrentially downpouring and as you go through nitro like it's going super fast right so our feet are getting absolutely drenched after the ride i see this dude eric and (laughs) he looks miserable because now his thick jeans are super heavy because they're drenched in water. His polo's drenched. And his shoes, you don't, you're not supposed to get nice shoes like that wet. And they're absolutely soaked. <laughs> and so it's still raining. And we're like, all right, well, we're right next to a water ride. Like one of those like rapid type thing, you know, where you're all sitting around. Oh, my God. Like a big yeah. raft. And it, it goes through rapids and it spins around, right? Uh-huh. So Eric's like. Yo, all right, fuck it. I'm I'm already wet enough. Like my shoes are already wet. Let's just go, right? Mm-hmm. So when we get into the boat, we have this like little girl and her family on one side of the boat, and then we have Eric next to AC, and on the other side, of AC is me. So all the weight of the boat, oh no, is on our side. 
So what happens is every single time that boat spins around, our weight shifts it. And so we keep getting hit by the water over and over again. So it's raining and their shoes are getting wet. But now inside the boat, there's a puddle of water collecting that his shoes are sitting in. Damn. <laughs> That's ultimate drip. Eric was dripping. <laughs> he, he was dripping. So, man... This is one part I wish Eric could have joined on because, <laughs> oh, I would have given him so much shit about it. Because we're talking about kicks and we're talking about having nice fits. Well, the dude had a nice fit, but sometimes you got to know when to have a fit and when to just be functional. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's crazy, bro. He was just trying to have a great adventure. <laughs> <laughs> With an extra drip. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So... Let's just talk a little bit about the fashion side of things. Now, I know you said that you also have like a clothing line or you do custom clothing. Uh, Yeah, so I do custom clothing as well from hoodies to jackets to sweatshirts and jeans as well. And that's also where I hand paint designs. And my designs like, range from like just any, again, from like animated cartoons to just anything in general. So I did these Eddie and Eddie jeans. They were like super fire. And they're based off this designer, Slumpy Kev, on Instagram. He's really dope. And he makes shoes and clothes for a lot of rap artists that I follow, like X and other artists like Billie Eilish and stuff. So he does crazy work. So I, I designed these because that's also like his favorite cartoon. So I think that was super cool. And I made a Yu-Gi-Oh hoodie with like the Yu-Gi-Oh cards and everything like that. Oh, yeah, I saw those. You know, it's funny. I recently got really into Yu-Gi-Oh in like September. I just bought so many like random structure decks and shit like that and me and my boy we were just playing Yu-Gi-Oh! and when i saw that that design that you did i was like man i kind of want one of those so that i could wear them while i duel yeah Yu-Gi-Oh! is dope i also saw you did some jackets for some youtubers or something yeah i did a jacket for a youtuber and a tiktoker his name is antho he's a really cool dude i met him through my college actually and he watches attack on time so what i did was I made a Attack on Titan jacket with this creepy looking Titan in the front. And I made him his own like Attack Titan and had him like transform into his own Attack Titan. So I drew him and then his own version of one. I put that on the back and that was that was super dope as well, too. When I saw that, I was just like, wow, <laughs> my boy Hira has definitely got something going here. Look, it's professional straight up. For me personally, I, I love making the most like obscure pieces more. And you saw it, like, it has the weirdest time in the front. I was like, dude, if you don't want to wear it, just hang it up. Because it's like, these these are literally just, like, pieces to, just to show. And I would, if I someone made me something like that, I would just never wear it. Because it's just, like, super, I don't know how you would just wear it. It's just, like, it's cool to wear. But it's, like, oh, my God. It, it was a piece, though. That's one of my top favorite pieces, honestly. Nice. So, here I, I have a fun little game that I thought we could play related to NBA fashion. I want you to give me... Your top three best dressed players, and you are allowed honorable mentions for the record. Okay, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. <laughs> okay, so my top three, and and you need to explain why, because if you say something ridiculous, you gotta back it up. No, I, I'm gonna say something ridiculous. You're gonna you're gonna you're already gonna say. Okay, so uh, all right, okay, let's hear it. Uh, okay, for number three, so I'll say this. When I look at fashion, part of it's like what I would wear. And also, I think it half fits like what I would wear. It half fits like just how it looks in general. And it's not like I would necessarily want to wear it, but it's more like like the reaction I get from it. So number three. Okay. Number three, I was looking at players who are very like adaptable to like today's clothing style and stuff like that. And today's clothing style is like very like vintage-y, uh, oversized shirts, or oversized like pieces with like 
jeans or like bigger cargo pants and stuff. So I was looking at a bunch of players like that. I would put number three as like Jalen Green or like Kelly Kelly Oubre. Is that how you say it? Oh yeah, Kelly Oubre. Yeah, yeah. Those two like I, I they they had this. They have very similar uh, taste with like how modern clothing is, like especially in my generation, like how they're wearing vintage clothes and stuff like that. And but they said like a rock star type like vibe to it. So I would put them at three. Oh yeah, you know Kelly Oubre. I've long thought is one of the best. I actually funny fact is I don't have him on my list, but I've definitely thought that his style is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he has that rock star vibe. He has like the bleached hair, but then it's like shaved on the sides. Honestly, I don't know what that's called. I'm I'm old. <laughs> I, I don't know what that's called, but yeah. it's nice. He like shows the tats off. Like it it really goes well with the whole outfit. You know the whole vibe that he's trying to pull off there. And yeah, uh, Jalen Green also is a young blood who yeah is doing much of the same thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, they they're very like very similar. And it also like I also noticed like uh, I think like. Other people that are very similar, like D'Angelo Russell, he also has a similar clothing, like Kyle Kuzma does too. Like they also like honorable mentions for sure mm-hmm. in that yep. same like category. Actually, funny you mentioned Kyle Kuzma. I actually have him on my list now. The way I did, I I didn't rank them. I just have three people who I think yeah. I love their style, and Kyle Kuzma is actually on my list. <laughs> and I know what some people are gonna say, but just bear with me for a second. When I look at Kyle Kuzma's fashion, like it's flashy. He knows how to show off his tats in a stylish way. He reminds me of Kelly Oubre in that way too. Mm-hmm. But he also, he has like a lot of stylish suits and he was even nominated for the best style at the NBA awards in 2018. Yeah. No, I 100% see that. That being said, he definitely can push it a little too far sometimes like that ridiculous pink sweater from, <laughs> what was it, a week ago? Oh, <laughs> the oversized massive pink sweater. Nah, he was like, yeah, cotton candy. But not hundred percent. I know oversized is like a is like a style, but this is like over over. Yeah, it's absurd. That that actually brings me to my number two because this person he has good fashion, but also also he also has a very questionable outfit, and it's Russell Westbrook. Oh, <laughs> now now we I know we we always joke with Russell Westbrook, like we always joke with Russell Westbrook because like. So many, yeah. there's so yep. many questionable things he does and wears. Yeah. And it's just like, you're wondering like, what goes on in his head. But what I have to applaud him for is like, he'll wear that, but with so much confidence too. Like he'll, yep. he'll just rock it. Yeah, he'll rock it. And he just doesn't care. So I agree with like some of his things is very questionable, but there are some like strong outfits he has. And he, I think he worked with Vogue before too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he has some like crazy ass fits that I think that are super like, they're super interesting, and they they do give like a crazy like look to it, and it's like a cool statement and stuff like that. I actually had Westbrook, who our friends like to actually refer to him as Swagbrook, <laughs> because of his swag. Swag. Westbrook, the one thing, yeah, he does have some absurd outfits for sure, but he also is able to pull off a very simple and clean and classy looks, and really just look like damn, like all right, dude, dude, that style. But then he also has, and this is like a positive, he also has some absurd things that are like really funny. Like when uh, Kevin Durant said that one of his hobbies is he likes photography. And then Russell Westbrook at the next game shows up in like a like a photographer outfit. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like a press yeah. outfit almost. Just to throw some shade at him, which was like classic, classic Westbrook. And then of course he had a cupcake shirt because... He's referring to Kevin Durant as a cupcake for making arguably the most bitch move in NBA history by going to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. So that, that that was great. 
and you hit the nail right on the head. Like Russell Westbrook, he'll wear the most absurd thing, but he doesn't give a shit. I mean, his literal brand is hashtag why not. Yeah. Like, why not? Like, I'm just going to wear this. Why not? That's why I have him on the honorable mention, because he can pull off a good look. He can be absurd in a funny way. And then he also just doesn't give a shit. And you got to commend someone like that. 100%, yeah. And it's funny how you say, like, he trolling, like, Kevin Durant with that. Because he's literally, like, he's not saying a word, but he's just outfit just trolling. The outfit says it all. The outfit, literally, the outfit says it all. That's, like, that's actually funny. <laughs> but, um, yeah, my number one, there's, like, someone I actually, I, I don't watch personally. I had to, I saw it on Instagram, and I was like, oh, he's a player. It looks kind of cool. Uh, I put number one, uh, Shy Gilgis Alexander. Oh, Shay Gill just has yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he he got style. Yeah, I put him as number one because I was going through his Instagram and like a bunch of just his pictures, and he's very versatile. He has like the modern look, as I said before, with like the rockish, like vintage clothes, but he's also like pulling off like crazy ass suit with turtlenecks and stuff like that. And he's rocking just with different like messenger bags and stuff, and he adds like different pieces to like complete outfits. Uh, his outfits are like some of them that I would personally want to wear, and also some that just like. Just very stand out from other people. So it's I, I like really like his versatility the most. He has a couple outfits where he like wears extremely baggy mm-hmm. pants in a way that it kind of looks like a <laughs> parachute pants almost, yeah. but they're jeans. The but yeah, in general, he pushes the limit, but it's within it's like contained within like reason, I should say. Like it's not like Westbrook pushing the limit type, right? I mean, sometimes he has some things that are a little bit stranger, but for the most part, he just looks good, and I believe League Fits. That's a an Instagram page I follow, which is basically all about you know pregame tunnel picks, showing players showing up to the games in all sorts of outfits. And Shea Gildress Alexander, I think he was first team all all League Fits last year or something like that, because his style is is, yeah. is on point. So, dude, I I'm with you on that one. So, here's who I have. So I said Kyle Kuzma. That's one of my three. Mm-hmm. The other guy I have is Chris Paul. Okay. Like I said, in my personal life, I'm not much of like a style person, really, because I usually don't give a shit. But also, like, if I do dress up, you know, I, I like to be relatively normal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I might wear like a like a nice shirt sometime with, with the pattern or whatever. But, yeah, you know, Chris Paul really falls in line of what I like in terms of just like keeping it simple, keeping it clean, keeping it classy. Sometimes he has important messaging with his outfits. and. In general, like when Chris Paul is walking down that tunnel, he's saying a lot without saying anything Mm -hmm. just because he's freaking Chris Paul. He's the point God. He doesn't need anything more than what he shows up with. No, I 100% agree with you. Like I'm looking at some of the pictures right now and yeah, he's very like... It's very functional. Yeah, very functional. It's like, I think the best is just like super clean. Like he has like, let's say a white sweatshirt. He gets the black pants and then he has the white shoes again or he has to throw on a sports jacket and... He has a lot of HBCU promotion, like his shoes or his sweaters or T-shirts. Mm. No, yeah, I, I could definitely yeah. see that. He's a very, he's very interesting. The next one that I got, which people will say I'm biased because I'm a Sixers fan, <laughs> which it's true. I am biased because I'm a Sixers fan, but I just love his style overall. It's Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris takes what I love about Chris Paul and takes it to another level in that it's it's truly just simple, it's classy, it's clean, it's never outlandish, it's functional, and so much swag. And it just like it captures who he is also because he's just he's just a classy guy, top to bottom, all class, you know. Say what you want about him in the playoffs, say what you want about him on the court, right? But off the court, he's truly nothing but a classy guy, and his fashion really captures that well yeah i'm actually looking at his things i'm i'm actually gonna put him 
as honorable mention too, because now I'm looking at it stuff. It, it actually is very classy. That's the best way to put it. It's just super clean. Yeah, if I if I wanted to try like and really like dress to the nines, I'd look at Tobias Harris. Like that's that's the evolution I would want to get to. Yeah, his jackets like he has like almost every outfit almost comes with a jacket. His jackets like just super cool. Like compliments what he's wearing. Nice, right? Clean looks, yeah. man. Clean look, like nicely ironed and everything. Not a single wrinkle. Like it's just perfect. Yeah, hundred percent. That's that's a good, really good pick. So I have an honorable mention that you didn't mention, but I mentioned earlier in the episode, and that's PJ Tucker. Oh, okay. The guy's the freaking sneaker king. Uh-huh. How do you not have him on a list like this, right? Like, yeah. we gotta show respect to PJ Tucker, but he's more than that. His classic look is with a nice, it's like a wide brim hat that he always wears, and, and he wears it with so many different outfits, and I think he has them in different colors and stuff. And his outfits are all pretty nice. He just looks clean. If he's trying to show off the shoes, the outfit will do justice by the shoes. He almost always has nice shoes on, regardless of whether there's some crazy sneakerhead shoes or they're just nice shoes, period. Yeah, I agree with you because his outfits are fire. Like he'll have shoes that complement, let's say, like a part of his hat or like a part of his shirt. But then also, like in that same picture, he's holding a pair of these other shoes. They're just like like a different color and all. And you draw attention to that. So it's just like the whole outfit, there's one outfit he was wearing like all brown. And then he's holding just green shoes. And he just, I don't know why, just that picture alone just looks super cool. Yep. Yep. Yeah, 100%. No, that's a good pick. All right. You gave me your best dress in the NBA. So lay it on me. Who are your worst or strangest dressed players? Give me a top three and any honorable, any honorable mentions that you may have. Okay. So I don't have a top three, but I have just mentions because me personally, there's not one person where I look at their film I'm like, oh, that's just atrocious. Like, it's not like I have so much disgust for it. So I can't give a like number one worst dress. But what I saw was, which is really funny. Like, it's pretty sad, but it's really funny. What I what I saw was, I think it was 2021, they did a survey for the worst dress. And they yeah. did my boy, James Harden, so dirty. And they gave him the title as the worst dress player. You mean your doppelganger? Yeah, my doppelganger back, back in the day, bro. He was my doppelganger. Yo, hold up. Okay, hold up, hold up. I need to put this on the record, all right? For those of you who don't know what Hire looks like, Hire straight up looks like James Harden. I mean... Right now, he has a... Do you have a beard right now? Or did you shave it? Yeah, I still have it. Yeah. So he has a beard. If you, like, make your hair look like James Harden's hair look right now, you will look like a lighter skin <laughs> version of James Harden. Straight up. <laughs> yeah. It's not like when you were just a kid. Like, you still look like James Harden. Yeah, and bro. when when Asui told me that, like, I was just like, oh, it's only him thinking that. But when I grew out my beard... I met people and they were like, you look like James Harden. Dude, everybody. It, yeah. You're his Sri Lankan cousin. I think it's the eyes too. Like he has big ass eyes and I have big ass eyes too. So I think he just, I don't know, something about it. He just like, what's crazy is we had the same birthday too. Like he just. No. Dude, you are straight up James Harden's Sri Lankan yeah. cousin. <laughs> nah, that's Maybe his twin. Who knows? Yeah, no, 100%. Dude. Yeah, it, especially that the fact that we had the same birthday too. Like that just blew my mind. I was like, okay, there's something definitely wrong. But. But yeah, no, they did my man dirty and said he's the worst dressed. I was just so like heartbroken. I was like, why? And I was looking at his fits and I, I see why it's because he has some questionable fits. And some some fits, I think it's just like when he has the dad bod going, like he has some, there's like some fits where it doesn't work with his body type sometimes because when he had the dad bod going for a while, like I'm not sure if he has it now, but there's some fits where it were, it just like it was too tight in some places and like it wasn't fitting right and stuff like that. But 
I see why they voted him that, but I don't know. It just hurts, man. Because I thought he had, like, he was honestly, like, he could be an honorable mention because he had some crazy outfits back in the day. Like, he had nice outfits. But, yeah, man, 2021, they all voted him as the worst dress. And I was like, dang. Well, here, here. <laughs> I also have James Harden here on my list of worst dress. Because straight up, sometimes I'm just shook by what he wears. Yeah. He looks like if Rick Ross lost weight and dove headfirst into a random assortment of clothes sometimes. Like, <laughs> look up his outfit from the 2021 All-Star Game. It looked like a mix between a doctor and a raincoat that was a semi-see-through. Oh, yeah, I see now. Oh, God. Right? Or when he won the MVP, he was dressed like a cow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it sucks because it's definitely like, it just like the body type doesn't help it. But like, yeah, it, it's funny. Fuck the body type. It's just like some of those stuff he wears is just really questionable. But to be fair, I, I'm looking at the see-through Rick and Morty type jacket yeah. right here, right? If, if Loki, if Russell Westbrook were to wear that, okay, I don't know. I feel like people would have different opinions on it, right? They, they would be like, oh, okay. No, nah, that looks kind of cool. It's hard to say. I mean, maybe, but let me jump ahead of you right now because you mentioned Russell Westbrook. So I had Swagbrook as an honorable mention for best dress, but I also have him as one of my three for worst dress. Me too. No, I haven't yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you seen some of the stuff he wears? Yeah. Like for Fashion Week, he had this ridiculous outfit. I mean, again, I love the confidence. He pulls it off, right? But anybody else is just like, what, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. Teen Choice Awards in 2013. He just had this ridiculous outfit. I can't even explain it. It's like these, this like tiny tank top with maybe it was like capris that he was wearing. I, I don't know. And then he had like glasses. He just, he looked ridiculous. And then of course, recently he had this giant yellow raincoat that he wore. I guess it's something between him and, and Harden to wear these ridiculous looking raincoats. I don't know what it is. Yeah, no, I agree with you. There was, there was one outfit Russell Westbrook wore. It was just like a giant hole in his shirt. Oh, yeah. Well, he's done that multiple times. But yeah, he's yeah. done that multiple. But this one, like, and I noticed that, too, like, back in the day when I was in high school, too, they, that was, the there was, like, a trend for a while where there were just multiple holes in the shirts and stuff like that. I just, like, I just never understood the appeal. Yeah. And this one outfit, like, it was literally, like, in his chest, just one hole. And I was like, oh, my God, Westbrook, <laughs> come on. It's still probably better than the time that James Harden basically dressed up like the pink Power Ranger. <laughs> no, I, let me, I'm going to check that out right now. Oh, no, I see it already. James Harden, like, I don't know. There's There are some outfits where his beard actually just, like, helps it, too. But I don't know. I get that. But it's it's funny. Like, Westbrook and, and Harden just have this strange sense of style. I don't know if being in the middle of, like, Bumblefuck, Oklahoma <laughs> has, like, made them have to, like, dress in some unique way because that's the only entertaining thing about Oklahoma. I, I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to Oklahoma, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, I agree with you though, hundred percent. They, it just like those two are definitely the most like just like loud in the sense of fashion. Like they're like just loud fashion. Yeah, loud is an understatement. So yeah, <laughs> who else do you got on your list? Who's your third person? Um, so I had I had Russell Westbrook. He was like an honorable mention. I didn't want to put as worse because you know it, it was also one of my best. So I can say okay, yeah, yeah, I feel that. I had um, I only put Tim Duncan only because he had like no way. Shut up, shut up. I had Tim Duncan. You put him too. Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, yeah, nah, yeah, exactly. He was he's pulling like the dad. He's pulling like the middle the slides, baggy jorts, the tee. Yeah, you know. Yeah, baggy jeans, baggy shirts. He's done with life. He's just like you know what? I'm just moving one step at a time. 
It's a classic dad fit, you know, the minivan fit. It's funny because here I was thinking that I broke the rule by picking someone who's already retired. Yeah. But that just tells you everything you need to know about Tim Duncan, that both of us, <laughs> you know, this man's been retired for how many years now? And <laughs> we both had to mention him in 2021 yeah. as one of the worst dressed NBA players. He he very much has the Adam Sandler quality of being worth millions upon millions of dollars. <laughs> oh my. But he just looks like an average guy on the street. And I guess in a sense, it, it does show a bit of humility. So I'm not knocking on him in that sense i just you know we're just having fun here you know yeah that's what exactly yeah i wouldn't say like just because that he puts like dad faces the worst dress it's like that's him it just like you know when you look at compared to all these other people it's just like very just like standard it's um you just put it on and that's the adam sandler comparison that's literally the best way to say it. like adam's he's adam sandler off the nba that's so funny yep so who else you got the one other person i put i saw this and I literally only saw one outfit from him, and I saw this outfit, and I'm like, okay, I'm putting him number one. It, only because it was just like, it was just funny, but Dwight Howard had a Minions fit on. What? Oh, wait. Hold up. I need to look this up. Like, Dwight Howard's giant. Imagine him wearing a Minions fit. I saw that. I'm like, I'm putting you number one, bro. Oh, my God. That is <laughs> appalling. <laughs> he has the cloud red shoes. He has He has these high yellow socks. He has like a three-quarter length sweatpants with a minion <laughs> tank top. Yeah. I think the only person who would like that fit is my sister-in-law, AC's wife, because she's a huge fan of the minions. <laughs> but just about anybody else would be like, what are you doing, Dwight? Yeah. Oh, my God. I never saw that. But, yeah, I saw the minions fit. I had to, um, you know, I can't let that slide, man. <laughs> Well, we went through my three, but I do have an honorable mention, and that is Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> oh, God. And all I'm going to say, because all there is to say is, he has a style as boring as his personality is. Yeah, no, I, I could definitely see. It's uh, normal hoodies. It's the modern Tim Duncan of sorts. I would expect that from Kawhi Leonard, honestly. like It's like a robotic, like, because so, sometimes I feel like Kawhi Leonard's like a rough android. So I feel like- Everyone thinks that. Have you heard his laugh? <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know. His outfit just matches his vibe, so. <laughs> yeah, dude. In video games, like, the default outfit you get. Like, he has, like, Kawhi Leonard's, like, a video game character. Like, it's the default outfit you get, and he just wears that. But When you start a My Career mode, and you don't feel like spending any virtual currency on your outfit at all. Yeah, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, dude. Yeah, he takes the takes the cake. Well, wow, that, that was fun, and... I know after this episode airs, I'm going to get shit from a lot of people because they're going to be like, you're out here talking about fashion, but all you do is show up in sweats. So, you know, maybe this is a sign that I need to up my game too. <laughs> so here, can you let our audience know where they can find you? Yeah. So you can find my custom clothing brand on Instagram at underscore E-D-U-R-A underscore at Adra. And I'm trying to grow my YouTube as big as possible. So my YouTube is just simply my name, Hooray, H-I-R-E-Y. And yeah, those are my two main social media platforms and I very active on them and I try to be even more active on them and try to grow them as much as I can. All right. Well, I think that's a great place to end this episode today. Thank you so much here for joining us today. Of course, man. This was like, this was such a fun podcast. Yeah, it was just, so much fun, man. It was just a fun conversation. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you guys invited me. Thank you. Yeah. And Hey, look, we should get you on another pod. We could talk about NBA and anime and, you know, just have some fun Ooh. with it, you know, just shoot the shit. 
Yeah, that, that's definitely, yeah, we must do that. That's, that's fire. So, guys, you heard it here. This is Hire of Edura. You can find him on Instagram, as he said, underscore E-D-U-R-A underscore, or on YouTube at H-I-R-E-Y. That's Hire. Thank you all for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this. If you have anything you want to tell us about your fashion, what are your favorite kicks to wear? Who's your favorite sneaker designer? Which fits in the league do you like or think is ridiculous? Let us know by emailing us at brownmenwontjump at gmail.com or hit us up at Instagram at brownmenwontjump. Don't forget to like, rate, comment, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll catch you in the next one. Peace out, guys. Take care.